on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin One pound to put in mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragonfly Knew us like they knew the river bend But as sure as yabbies bite your toes This boyhood story had to end a very good morning, everybody. High tide, five minutes after four. Yes, it's going to be an interesting morning this morning. I get the feeling. Now, let's take a look at what's happening for Sydney's enclosed waters. Variable about 10 knots should be the winds becoming suddenly 10 to 15 knots in the morning, then becoming variable 10 to... In other words, they've got no idea by the sounds of that. We've got uh, below 0.5 of a metre, 70% chance of a shower, Blake. He'll tell you more about that in a moment. Put him on the spot. For offshore northwest to southwesterly, 10 to 15 knots, tending southerly early in the morning, then becoming variable 10 knots in the afternoon. Seas below 1 metre. Swell will be southerly around one metre, increasing to one to 1.5 later in the evening. And as we say, about a 60% chance of rain. Good morning, gentlemen. Kieran, Ricky, Alan Blake. How are we this morning? I'm well, Al. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. No, you still got the cold, but other than that, it's all right. We've been getting fired up in the background here. Oh, no. Oh, just no. W- Go, Kieran. Yeah, we were just talking about the wind farms, and I had a call from a gentleman who represents a... A particular group. AFTA. Australian Fishing Trade Association. Yes. You can name them. There's no problems. And uh, so Bob was saying to me, mate, are people aware, you know, the Defence Forces should be involved about these wind farms because the enemy subs can park underneath them and never be detected? They're also, these wind farms are going down in the Marlin fishing grounds. Now... One, I don't know about the defence forces and I don't know about detection. As you know, that I'm not that electronically smart. I'm not smart anyhow. Well, they got to get there in the first place. <laughs> I thought when you were talking about defence, you thought, well, if worse comes to worse, they could be target practice. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> well, and, uh, and when it comes to the, the marlin fishing, fishing for the big pelagics, well... It's a bit of a rich man's sport. And also the marlin don't stay there all the time, aren't they? No, they don't live in one hole. Yeah. They do travel up and down. I think it's a few people. Where do you want to put them? Clutching. People don't want wind wind farms on the farms or on the land. They work successfully on the water all the way around the world. How do you reckon you'd go with nuclear? Where would you put that? Oh, well, wherever you've got a power station, may change it to nuclear. There's no problem at all. I'm in favour of nuclear power. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, but just no one wants that in hey, their backyard. you drive through Europe, and there's nuclear power. Yeah, everywhere. There's another one. Yeah. There's no problem. And power is cheap then. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't, I don't expect it to be cheap. Because every not? time we hear from the government, if we do this, it'll be cheaper for everyone. It costs us more money. <laughs> that's, a, that's a foregone conclusion. That's, may, that's maybe why they don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tony Vidray. This morning, as you heard. Yeah, you did your shift already. I'm here yeah. for 15 minutes. Morning, Tony. <laughs> oh, Lyle, give us a ring after five, mate. Um, Tony did say, um, wanted to know, how do you deal with um, tackle envy, your tackle box? If you pull up next to a guy that's got all the bells and whistles and you don't have too many bells and whistles... Do you, do you, you, catch, you catch more fish than he does. That yeah. solves the problem. That solves the problem. There you go, Tony. Problem solved. I've got a very small one. Too much information. Very, very small one. Only a couple of hooks. <laughs> a couple of sinkers. I think I think that's maybe two where sinkers. Tony... I think two, two, two sinkers. Two sinkers and a hook. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe that's where Tony was leading with that one. I but... think so. <laughs> oh, it's all worries. Look, it's all about what you present, how you present it. Th- there you go. Presentation. Presentation's everything. I like the way you think, Kieran. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, you were wandering around Pitwater yesterday, the rich man's area. Oh, uh, yeah. And, you know, the, the funny Scott thing is, Island. just so blessed that I'm able to do that. It was just so beautiful out there. Just an extraordinary day. Sun was shining. It wasn't cold. There was a nice breeze, about 4,000 other craft on the water. And all the yachties in front of you calling right away, were they, seeing you had your motor on? Well, they were all getting in, getting ready to go. For, and literally there was a 30-plus of them all tacking across uh, my track because uh, they were just about to start a race. So I gave them a very, very, very wide berth. Some incredible machines out there, though. Just absolutely extraordinary. And I'm not just talking about sail vessels, um, you know, motor vessels as well. All up in Morning Bay, went through all up there and had a look where they're all anchored. Because I can see them at night with all their, you know, blue lights underneath their boat and all that sort of stuff. And I thought, I'm going to go and suss them out and see what they're playing with. And they're playing with very were big you, toys. Have you having a champagne and chicken while you're driving out, were you? No, no, no. I, uh, I was just making sure my floating barnacle kept going. Good to see. Good to <laughs> well, see. unfortunately, you don't have a backup because Bobby Paxton is not with us anymore. Yeah, the man of the sand, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, and Chris Kearns, well, he doesn't ring in. So. No, no. Would have been good uh, to catch uh, up with Paco and go for a run through yeah, Pitwater. Graham McNeese, they're the only blacks that you got that can back up. Mm. Uh, just uh, back for a minute, boys. Uh, the tides today. Yes. 7.28 a.m. There's a high at 1.26. 12.50 this afternoon, 0.62 is the low, and a high this evening at 7.30pm, 1.79. Do you have tomorrow's there at all? Do I have tomorrow's? Yes, I do. There is a high at 808, 1.28, a low at 1.31pm, 0.61, and a high at 809pm, 1.8. Okay, that's just planned my day, thank you. You thought it was going to Hang on, hang on, you know, what's, what does the tides make a difference? Oh, you've got to carry your little tender out. No, I want to try and get it into the wharf. And it's a bit circumspect on how on the depth. So right. I want to go in and how much you draw? One point two. Plenty. No, not according to all the charts. Which wharf are you going into? To um Salt Pan Creek Wharf. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, I, I'm I'm confident I can get in on a high tide. A low tide I'm not so confident about. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well just don't hang out for so long. Well, it's only 15 just, minutes on that. I thought it was two hours on a public wharf, but no, it's 15 minutes. it depends minutes. if someone else is trying to use it. Yeah. Like, it's a bit of common courtesy, too. Yeah. You know, if you're tied up at a wharf not doing anything, people try to get in there. Yeah. You don't want to say, well, I've got the right to be here for this yeah. time. It's, uh, 15 minutes, I think, is all the time you need. We right? used to see this down here at the markets, at the fish markets. Yes. People would come in there, oh, we'll just go and have lunch. Well, the lunch is extended to be yeah, nearly to in dinner. The, <laughs> into dinner. You know, and nobody else, everybody's sitting out there and they can't get in. Used to be good back the old wharf, and it wasn't, wasn't the best condition, but you know, it charged $5 an hour. Yeah. They could take 20 or 30 boats, and it was great. Yeah. But they ended up condemning it, and then we had to fight for ages to get a little pontoon put in there. And I see the new uh, fish markets will have berths available in some way or form. So that's good. Yeah, you might be able to afford it. No, no, it's only a couple of dollars to go in there. Just tie really? up. Really? Yeah, no, it's not no, full time. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, you're right. It's not a full time thing. It's just a, uh, while you're picking up some food or doing some of that. Perfect. That sounds really good. If I wanted to do that and I didn't have a boat, where could I get a boat? Well, the car won't go in the water, so you've got to do it by car. I'm trying to help you out here. I know. I know where you're leading. <laughs> I know where you're leading. No, no. I was just playing I a think that those render boats, uh, microphones, motor, like motor, motor cruise type, um, you can get them. In, there's a group up working out of pit water, but I don't think anybody works on the Sydney yeah, Harbour. Yeah, boat hire. Oh no, I'd want to buy one. I, I'm, I'm thinking maybe of a Stacey four nine nine. I know where there's one on special. Crossfire. No, right. no, sold. No. No. S- okay. There's another one. Four nine nine crossfire, ninety horsepower Suzuki. Look, it's got all the. Nice. So I look. I, I just hear the words ninety horsepower, and I just really. <laughs> yeah, well. Six. I've got six. <laughs> yeah, well, see, it all comes down to like spending money. So yachties and powerboat, different people. Yeah. Well, tell me about this one. And actually, you try and save money by a short shaft instead of a long shaft too, don't you? Yeah, that was a blue. <laughs> no, I didn't try and save money. I, the previous owner said, no, definitely a short. You told me long. Yeah. You told me long. 
He t- and everything he's told me is incorrect. So I'm <laughs> from now on. It's just Blake. Blakey, what do you want? What do you? What am I going to get? Such and such done. Yachts, yachts don't sit even. They don't. Oh, it's such a pain, and I know it's not good. It's just not good for the motor. You know, oh, yeah, it's one of those things. Mm. But look, that station, whatever it's on our website, um, nice thing. Everything you think of that you want for the boat, it's got. Yeah. So uh, good fishing rig, and also good family boat. Yeah. And just one other thing. Yes. My cushions were absolutely awesome yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) We are giving away a couple of double passes today between the hours of five and six and six and seven to the Sydney International Boat Show. So stay tuned, stay listening. Of course, you'll have to go onto our Facebook page. Like our Facebook page if you haven't already. Right. And then when we give you the cue, we'll ask you a question. A couple of people wrote to the email address yesterday, too. No, 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 no. The Facebook Messenger of the High Tide Facebook page is where you need to to go, only because I can get the results right here in the studio. That's why. And it's also a lot easier um, for us to uh, calculate who's first. That's right, because it pops up first one. Pops f- up first. first in best dress. It's not first in best phones rest. ringing or things like that. No, no. So I, I think it plays it a bit bit fairer. Hmm. Okay, when's the boat show on? 3 to 6 August. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hmm. Only four days this year. It closes at 5pm on the Sunday. And only one hall downstairs. No upstairs this year. But there's boats on the marina? Uh, 210, I believe. <sighs> That's a reasonable amount. Oh, it's down. Like I've seen nearly three hundred there at different yep. stages, but uh, yeah, a bit different this year. We what went on one at the boat show many, many years ago, Kieran. An absolute tank of a thing um, that had, even in those days, had all the bells and whistles. You just program. I want to go to Hawaii into this wharf, and it'll take you right into the wharf. The oh yeah, the no. whole. It was amazing. I love that tech. The Garmin gear tech. I've got on board mine. I can be at the the berth down here and say. I'm going to Port Douglas. Yeah. Auto find. And it will put the track all the way in for me and everything. And give me warnings with these different areas that I have to if I want to move it or do things like that. But if I don't want to change it, hit, it'll take me. Wow. It's just amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Is that a, as a, as a person who's, you know, done a fair bit of, you know, offshore, be it in MVs and, and sail vessels, are we relying too much on technology nowadays? You can. You've still got to be very careful with that because it doesn't take into consideration the things that have changed mm. since the charts have been brought out uh, and, and notices to mariners and things like that. So uh, you need to be careful mm. with what you're doing still with it. Because it does say every time you switch on your plotter, do not rely on this as so, your sole, you know, right. navig- and there's a reason for that. That's right, yeah. You know. Yeah, it doesn't tell you about the containers in the in the water. Doesn't tell you about the whales. Doesn't tell you about sunfish. Doesn't tell you about the liners, and it doesn't tell you about the cargo boats. It doesn't tell you about the yachties that are in the road either. Yeah, who are painted than you? It does if we have AIS. Yeah. Not all of them have it. No, and trawlers turn theirs They'd off. They switch them off. And they don't want people. That but, should be illegal. No, they don't want people to know where they are. But there's I know radar that does that anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They should be illegal. Oh, but look, it is a good thing. But Doris talks to me or something. I've got my AI set at um, 300 metres or three minutes. Yeah. So when it comes with that, that period of time, period. the alarm will go off. Yeah. If you, if, if those of you out there who haven't, uh, don't know much about AIS, go and have a look at it, particularly on YouTube. It, well, it, it's, it's like a transponder on an aircraft. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it. Uh, but more so that it... You know, as you say, you can you can set it up with parameters so that if a particular boat is going to in- intersect your track by you yeah, know, so three minutes, a mile, two miles, yeah. ten miles, whatever your choice is, it will then send off an alarm, but it keeps sending off that alarm to let you know that it's going. So you don't want to set it too big. But oh no, it comes off when it, and on the plotter it comes up with red and, and plots its course for you. And uh, when it changes, it'll go back to green. Oh, drop the, off. The cheaper ones um, nah. tend, to not, <laughs> tend to not do that. <laughs> and remember me, I'm cheap, right? But we've got we've got uh, another safety thing. We've got MOBs, man overboard indicators, yeah. inside our life jackets. Now, the idea of those is with the AIS in the boat, if, say, Kieran falls over the side, inflates his life jacket, it 
trips off the MOB and it brings up the position on my plotter where he is. And everyone's pl- everyone who's well, got an alias. Within five miles. Yeah, within five miles. But that means that because you can't always see when you're out there because of the swells. And this is a problem in yachting if someone goes over the side. Someone's got to keep an eye on where that person is. So this actually gives it to you so you can actually plot a course to get back to them straight away. Especially if you're sailing. If you've got a spinning up and things like that, someone goes over the side. You can't just turn around straight no, away. No, no, no. It takes a long while. You can't put it in reverse. That's right. And depending on the size of your boat too, you're not supposed to just turn it round you're supposed to, what is it, two or three, three boat lengths out and then turn around and come back in from the, I don't know, I can't remember. You want to intercept angles and things like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I suppose the biggest question then is if, if that's the case, the, the hardest decision you've got is do you go back and pick him up? Talking sport. So I managed to work out how to listen to you fellas when I was over, oh, over really? in Malaysia. So good to come back at three o'clock and listen to Tungsy's one-liners. Pappy pronouncing the names of all those boys that I couldn't even half get my tongue around. Graham explaining all the complicated rules in layman's terms. And then, of course, Robbo. <laughs> if Tigers don't win, he always takes happy pills before he comes on. Weekdays from three. I'll be saying, what on earth? Is the world coming to an Aussie in charge with Tottenham Hotspur? And it's not any club. We are talking Tottenham, Tottenham. Hotspur. This is 2SM. So I got invited out to watch the State Origin. Mate, you wouldn't believe it. Now, I've been kicked out a few pubs in my life. <laughs> <laughs> this bloke shut the pub down at 9.30. As soon as the game was over, he kicked everybody out. Absolutely classic. <laughs> Queensland are the, are the biggest certainties to ever go around oh, in a football okay. game next game. The biggest certainties in origin yep. history. The biggest, biggest certainties ever in, go around in a region. Wow. Talking Sport, weekdays from three. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. Your Flight Centre, Night Centre, See the Starry Light Centre, Cruise Centre, Tours Centre, Are You Insured Centre, Stay Young, Have Some Fun, Follow the Sun, Take the Plunge, Easy Done Centre, Island Top, Over the Top, One Stop Shop, Never Stop, Your Centre, Our Centre, Flight Centre, at the centre for 40 years. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit licence number 535100. News, sports, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could Time now to find out how fishing's been down the south coast. When we do that, one of the people we catch up with is Greg Reed. Good morning. How are you on this weekend? Very good morning. How are you? Not too bad. It's been a, a been a pretty good week. A cold mornings it's been, but the days have been quite pleasant. Good for getting out and having a bit of fun with your fishing line. Yeah, it hasn't really been winter during the day. You're absolutely spot on there, Grant. Mornings are cold, um, but the days have just been glorious. Like we're having shorts and T-shirt in July on the south coast. So go figure. Take it while you can get it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah exactly. So exactly. how's, how's the fishing been down there? It's been a bit slow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, if we start with the game fishing side of things, the, the bulk of the tuna from anecdotal reports seem to have moved somewhere between 
Drum Canyon's up to Sydney at the moment. But, you know, with tuna, who knows, mate? They're just scattered everywhere you find them. Um, we've had a couple of good days this week. And uh, crews, from all reports, um, have sort of struggled a little bit offshore here. Most of the bite seems to be off Sydney at the moment. Um, but um, speaking to the guys at McCallum's Tackle World on the highway there at South Nowra, they're the, probably the out of the four tackle stores in Nowra, they're the ones that are mostly in tune with the whole tuna and the drop deep dropping side of things. So... Um, crews have been going okay out there on the blue eye and the, and the jemmies down deep um, in between the tuna bite. Um, inshore, it's a bit, the water's definitely cooled off a bit, sort of around about that sort of 17 to 18 degree mark at the moment. So you kind of, you want a 4-3 wetsuit if you're in the water at the moment, put it that way. But this year... Rudy, I wear a 4-3 wetsuit in the middle of summer. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. A I am a wuss. I am a wuss. Oh, come on, mate. Come on. You're just going to have to eat more pasta and fat. <laughs> Sorry, continue on. No, no, you're right. You're right. It's all good. No, it's look, it's beautiful in the water. The good thing about the wetsuit technology is you, you wear a 4-3 and a hood. The initial, the initial rush is a bit cool, but once you get in, it's abs- absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It's really invigorating. It's lovely. Um, but the same sort of story on the beaches with the, the salmon, it just really seems this year that the bulk of the salmon um, haven't really – don't really appear to have swum much past Bateman's Bay. Certainly those big schools are those bigger fish, and we've, we've seen a lot of footage in the far south coast estuaries over the last month or so. So we're still getting salmon here, like – but most of them are in that sort of 45 to maybe 55 uh, centimetre size class. We we generally get a, a good run of bigger fish, sort of those 60 to 70 centimetre fish in winter. But um, we're not seeing them here. And, you know, in, in chatting with a lot of different tackle stores up and down the coast as well, um, which I tend to do on a regular basis, like they're, they're not even seeing them on the north coast. Lake Macquarie's also got a bit of a lack of um, salmon up there this year. And the, and the same... Same with, I was speaking with Jason actually up at Tackle World up there at uh, Mark's Point uh, yesterday. You know, like they've, they're seeing a bit of a decline in their luderic fishery. We're the same down here at the moment. The, the blackfish have been a bit quiet at the moment. They're not in their usual haunts, which was the same with last week's report. Um, not much seems to have shifted in that space. So if you can find them at the moment, um, good luck. Um, the lower reaches of the estuaries here are fishing okay for flathead and Trevally and Brim. Um, use your bigger soft baits on the floodies at the moment. I think with the cooler water, the fish's metabolism slows down, so they're more inclined to actually eat a bigger bait um, and go for a bigger meal and sit on it than a, as opposed to, um, you know, chasing down a smaller meal. So your bigger soft baits, your um, your paddle tails in the Pro Lua range, that would be the 150 mil XL shad um, and just sort of slow roll those around in the shallows at the moment. But um, water clarity is just amazing at the moment. Um, you, you know, like um, to jump in the water at the moment, it's, visibility offshore would be easy, 30, 40 metres for the divers. Um, so plenty of squid around at the moment. R- reports of the odd king sort of sniffing around the headlands, um, but uh, nothing overly dramatic in that space. But um, probably best try in the lower reaches of the estuaries at the moment if you're, you're land-based or you're on a boat. Um, Weather to weather today is sort of you know we're looking around about sort of ten to fifteen knots. It'll probably fluctuate between northwest and north. Maybe the odd stronger gust out near the heads. So all in all, looking looking at looking at a good day. It'd be nice out underneath the cliffs today. Um, good day for a pretty low swell, but um, the bottom end of the estuary is probably the best bet. And um, keep a good eye out for the big black speed dumps because there's still so many of them coming through. It's just ridiculous. I wanted to try and grab an update um, from you today also on how the trimarine's going because I haven't asked you for a while. It goes about eight to ten knots pretty easily. Oh, I'm so <laughs> jealous. I'm so yeah. jealous. Pretty easy, yeah. So, yeah, just for the listeners, like, I, 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 you know, I've got a couple of kids. I've got a couple of islands in the basin out here now, and I grabbed a, a, a surf boat trimarine because I, I do have a sailing background many years ago. In fact, many years ago, I stepped off the Bark Endeavour. It was on, um, where was it? Hinchinbrook Island. And I spent a few days with a few dudes just cruising around the islands in the 90s up there, and I've always wanted one. So when one come up recently, I couldn't not grab it. So, um, yeah, look, sailing pretty good. Um, we've had plenty of wind down here. 
prior to this week anyway, so I'm I'm not that keen at the moment to get it out in 30 knots, but uh, we'll we'll build up to that, Grant. Oh, it'll be interesting to see what you could do in 30 knots. I won't be with you on that day, I might point out. Oh, don't worry, it's going to happen. I've just got to build up to it. So when we do, when we do send it, I hope hopefully it's it's big enough and it's beamy enough, so we're not going to catapult anyone out. Oh. I'll put it that way. It's not Blake, like a, Blake will like go with you, I'm sure. Yeah, not a problem at all. <laughs> yeah, look, we've got so much good ground down here. You know, we've got islands in the basin. You know, you, you do have quite a few areas in Jervis Bay that you could probably still camp on that haven't been taken away by Navy or the Fun Police. Um, you know, the dream is relatively still alive, probably more so in the basin. And, um, you know, there's, there's plenty of good haunts around here. Um, just speaking of the basin, it has really cooled off. I, I personally probably won't touch it too much now till early September historically that's what i tend to do when it comes to august i uh, i go fishing in august and i just go what do i go fishing in the basin in august for um because <laughs> it really just goes dormant uh, except for the the river component of it up through sussex inlet where where ludrick and flathead and brim and whiting are still pretty good um, opportunities um you you still will get a few big tailor in the basin so long as it doesn't rain too much and we haven't had much rain we could probably actually actually do with another drop of that now but it's 12 degrees in there at the moment and probably cooler in patches so everything just sort of tends to slow down there in in uh, you know for a few months at this time of year but um yeah we could probably do with a few more salmon on the beaches and um and and a few more luderick and if you're looking for a bit of holiday fun you just get down the husky wharf with a with a with a peeled prawn or a clone prawn and um burly up with a bit of bread and the kids will catch something down there Hey, Reedy, you were talking about um, the fun police and the navy. Are you you're referring to are you referring to all of those areas in Jarvis Bay? Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I was going to chat with you about this the other week. Remember, I wanted to chat to you about something. I was look. I'm looking at doing a tour up the coast, and I looked yeah. at Jarvis Bay, and I thought, well, where the bloody hell do you go? Looks like every area, particularly on the south side and the west side, are, are all are all no anchor zones because there's you know, yeah. they say sunken. So your listeners should probably know by now I do have a pretty thick sense of humour. So, but look, at the end of the day, there is a lot of competing, pro- let's call them competing priorities in Jervis Bay. So you're absolutely right about the anchoring stuff for Buddharee National Park, which extends from Creswell out to Bowen Island. Um, yeah. You can't anchor in less than 10 metres of water, and that's designed purely to predict, uh, protect the Posidonia australis, the seagrass beds, because there's a massive depletion which we've had historically since colonisation um, for that for that habitat, and it can take up to 300 years to regenerate. They estimate. Um, so there's mooring areas within within Buderee, or you've got to anchor deeper than 10 metres because the seagrass basically doesn't grow from 10 metres down. Um, oh, so you got... can still get into Buderee, so you can still get yeah, protection yeah. from the south. Oh, oh, okay, no, well that's no, fair enough. No, yeah, no problem at all. Like, and I actually I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with the fact that they ban jet skis in there either. Um, don't, don't have a problem with that at all. Oh, it's a good thing, and it's just saving us actually anchoring over the top of this what is essentially critical habitat and yeah. destroying it. We should be looking after it. So, Posidonia is the wide sort of what you know some people call stratweed as opposed to zostera, which is the really skinny stuff. Zostera will recolonise, but um, um, the the Posidonia won't. And the example of that is in the in the 70, early 70s when they did seismic testing near Murray's Beach boat ramp, they created 10 10 metre diameter rings in the sea seagrass through seismic testing. And those rings are still barren today, so that's, uh, that sort of forms the baseline of a lot of studies for um, for that um, for that species. So then the northern side, depending on whether the the uh, firing range is active or not, which is generally not during the holidays, that can be closed off at times. Um, obviously, then you've got sanctuary zones that you've got to sort of throw into the mix. But look, there are still areas that you can pull up in a boat and, and go and camp on the shore. But you know, like for for those of us who grew up pre-internet. Um, you know, back when you could just rock up and go camping anywhere, you know, it's sort of we do look back on those that era with a bit of nostalgia, don't we? Yeah, and that makes so much more sense to me, and I appreciate yeah. you taking the time to explain that. Yeah. Um, you know, that, so there are anchor points in there. It's just yeah, on the absolutely. map, it just looks very yeah, confusing. Yeah, yeah, there's really, there's really good moorings in there, particularly at Hole in the Wall in Buderee. Um, You've also got some smaller, I think there's six and eight-tonne moorings up at Binderjohn Beach on the northern side. Um, and the, you've got courtesy moorings out the front of Huskisson. So th- there are actually moorings for boats, you know, for larger boats everywhere, but 
for Bullery particularly, yeah, just don't anchor in less than 10 metres. That's perfect. I've changed my mind. I'll bring my 4-5 wetsuit down and we'll go out with you in 30 minutes. 4-5, yeah, okay, you bring it, bring it, mate. No dramas. No, I'll just tell you around. it be good. Reedy, thanks very much for your time this morning. We'll look forward to catching up with you in the not-too-distant. Yeah, all the best. Have a great day. Great read there, brought to us uh, by Pro Lures. We'll take a quick break here on High Tide and be back with more right after this. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. There was a discussion on the Newcastle City Hall. If you're attacked by a bikey gang, do you try and fight or do you run? And these two groups were discussing it, and I'm sitting there just survived this firestorm. Mm. And I said, and next time there's a fire, I'll have a rosary boot in this hand and a hose in that hand. <laughs> yeah, and when I put the fire out, I'll take sorry. on the bloody bikies. <laughs> Good job you blokes weren't here when the bloody Japs attacked us. Talk tonight has Sydney talking. A 16-year-old brother giving his four-year-old sister a drag on a vapour. That's criminal, isn't it? There was an article, what, a couple of months ago when they were giving it to a little two-year-old, I think. Oh, you're joking. No, no. Everyone goes and buys these solar things made by a million slaves Mm. in Mm. in China. i got a problem with that. Yeah, well, a lot of people do. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. Bendix General CT brake pads are the everyday braking solution with stealth advanced technology for smoother, quieter, more comfortable driving. Blue titanium stripe technology eliminates the bedding in process while noise absorbing shims reduce vibration and noise. For improved stopping performance, low dust, low rotor wear and enhanced durability, ask for Bendix General CT brake pads at your next service. Bendix. Put your foot down with confidence. Solaris end of financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approved purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris. Think outside. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 Something wonderful happens when you visit Mildura. The city vibe continues, but the outback's only moments away. Fresh produce is endless, the embers are hotter, and the night skies seem longer. Nature sings, kangaroos graze, and the sun glistens magically on the river. Photos captured and stories told are shared amongst family and friends. So, when you're ready, start your journey with us. Visit mildura.com.au USM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 22 minutes away from five. Let's continue on the south coast of New South Wales and say a very good morning to Ross O'Brien. How are you this morning, sir? Oh, mate, magic. Beautiful down here. 15 degrees. Oh. That's a great I think day, that's the first see? time in a long time yeah, I've heard him say it's not cold. Record that. <laughs> yeah, no, 15.4. Unbelievable. So tomorrow you'll have a sign up down the front gate, wood for sale. No, mate, I need that for next year. <laughs> <laughs> so your forecast has been updated. Southerly 10 to 15 knots, turning east to south-easterly below 10 knots in the middle of the day. Then becoming east to nor'easterly in the evening, sea below 1. Swells southerly around 1, increasing to 1.5 during the afternoon, and partly cloudy. Unreal. It you sounds like, like our, um, our typical summer forecast, doesn't it? That's good. You know, nice and light in the morning, getting a bit blowy after, like the nor'easter after the, after lunch sort of thing. Yeah, no, I'd be getting out there as quick as you could, boys. Maybe wait for daylight because of this. From what I can gather, what I've been told, there's still a few um, of the 46,000 going past us at the moment. The speed humps. 
Yeah, speed humps, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I nearly hit nearly hit one one day going out in uh, on Sigma. Yes. I tell you what, mate, it frightened the living crap out of me. It come yeah. up in front of me <laughs> and I've gone, Whoa, both both engines full reverse. Yes. So wonder the wonder they didn't blow up. But uh yeah, that was scary that one because it just I reckon it hit the bow, it just grazed the bow, you know, as we went as it went past. Yes. But that was right where they need to build the um, stop and go sign. <laughs> right. Just out the front of the just out the front of the point, mate. But uh good fish. Isn't there a deep hole out there? Yeah, mate, there's a beauty, but we don't tell anyone about it. That's okay. between you and me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we we will keep it between us, I promise you. Yeah. No, there's a good hole there. You know where it is, Kieran, on the back there, mm. on the back of the swimming pool where That's a beauty. There's another um, good... And, and if you come further up here, if you go off Newport, off the swimming pool out from there, there's another big deep hole. Often the whales would come around. Not that yeah. I live over there anymore, but when I did, you know, you'd yeah. see them there all the time every day. They'd be in and out of the deep holes. Yeah, we we um on the way back we seem to get a lot on the beaches, you know, they come right in with their little ones on board. Um so uh, you know, it, the people looking for it Well they've put their they're kids down up, but they're in a hurry, you know. They brought their kids down to try the ice cream. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so that's that, one of the reasons cool. you go to Kayama because of the ice cream parlour. Well, I got three Have We Offended You letters when I got on this diet from the ice cream booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the first thing the doctor took off me, I think. <laughs> that and the next one he took was alcohol. <laughs> I cried that day. Anyway, I'd be getting out there today, suddenly 10 to 15, turning east, southeast, below 10 knots. Now, they have got a nor'easter in the evening, so it looks like we're starting to slowly move into our uh, our typical summer weather pattern. Um, so uh, get up now, boys, get it organised and get down there because uh, I think you're going to have a good day. The blokes that went out yesterday had quite a good day. They had to go a little bit further than normal to get the tuna. They were out there, but they were out um, oh, around 60-plus fathoms. Um, 60 fathoms have been working. A lot of king, um, a lot of kingies there. A lot of throwbacks, though. That's what they're telling me. And the tuna are the same with this good tuna going through there, too. Um, I think you would be best to do that in the morning, first up. If you wanted to, wanted to go chasing something like that, I, I'd go and put in and get out there. You might only get them for a couple of hours. So it might be worthwhile just uh, up now slowly in the dark till you reach 60 and then uh, rig up and then get going. What about um, the uh, the flathead? they still there? Oh, mate, yeah. Yeah, there was, uh, there was a guy down there yesterday uh, cleaning flathead. So you, how'd you get them? He said, right off the point, mate. So, um, you know, out the front of uh, Blowhole? Yep. Yeah, just um, it's good there, uh, but not right into the into the edge. Move out a bit, um, about level with that uh, point. Yeah, my mate Davey, Dave Munns, he's um, a fisherman, and his son. They showed me uh, a photo of a blue spot flooded. Yeah, they caught up the Hawkesbury. Yeah. Then I was thinking about it. With the right tides, the salt water runs up underneath that anyhow. Yeah, I'm going to say that I thought it was nearly all fresh water up there. Mm. I didn't know On I had fished it for years, mate. But, uh, no, it, uh, I'd be definitely getting out of bed and moving with what I heard yesterday and what I saw yesterday. Mm. Um, they're getting a striped tuna, mate, um, 60 plus. They are getting some, but they're only only rats, you know. Yeah. But um, outside of the fifty, they're going all right, mate. They're going strong. 
So there's a good one. Any Trevally? I haven't heard of any, but I'm sure there would be because all the other species are there, so they'd be there somewhere too. Um, but having said that, I, I can, you know, nobody's come up and said, oh, gee, I've got some nice Trevally. But I think they're there, mate. It's just been Where's... a matter of um, picking your spot, picking your hole. Yeah, we spoke about Trevally yesterday, different species, didn't we, Al? Yes. Yeah, yeah the tea leaf. The tea leaf one was uh, what they caught some of, and uh, they said they're very tasty. Yeah, I like Trevally. Yeah, but these are the tea leaf. Not, not, you know, when we were growing up, a tea leaf was somebody that used to take something that didn't belong to them. That's it? That's right, yeah. But I don't don't know about this fish. Well, it could be named after a politician. No, I think it was the the, the scale shape on the outside. (laughs) Oh, was it? (laughs) I'm not going to put this. You're close. Yeah. Tongue in cheek, huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Okay, look, get out there. You're going to get a feed. Um, Still got flooded around. Still got uh, snapper around. Um, They've been getting all sorts of different species up in Minamara. Um, It's it's working quite well. Bass Point's working quite well. Uh, The gantry's working well. Everyone that I spoke to had a good day yesterday. They didn't break any records, but they all got a good solid feed. Okay. So, good one. Okay, Roscoe, thank you for that. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Have a great week. I'll see you next week. Okay, thanks, Roscoe. Back with more of High Tide soon. 2SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin. If all those people were just a little bit less greedy, how much better off would we be? Then from 9am, the king of talkback radio, John Laws. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool. (laughs) Right, okay. I just thought I'd give you something to think about. Okay, well, it has. It's uh, got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. What he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, look, I can't deliver on this promise. Talking sport. Weekdays from three. Happy. I know, I'm just saying. We're not talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkey. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State government's not listening. Neither is the local council. 2SM has Sydney talking. All aboard, Sydney. Hi, it's ET. Join me at the Sydney International Boat Show. Compare hundreds of boats, the latest gear and show specials. It's the ultimate marine showcase, August 3 to 6 at Darling Harbour. Tickets on sale now at sydneyboatshow.com.au. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax and what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF. Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and owned. Where comfort meets sport. Here's why renting a car from Bargain Car Rentals is such a bargain. Best prices guaranteed. No hidden fees and no fees for drivers under 25 offering unlimited kilometres and locations everywhere. Bargain Car Rentals Australia. Now that's a bargain. Visit bargaincarrentals.com.au Listen to 2SM online. 2SM Supernetwork.com 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 11 minutes to five here on High Tide. Feels a bit like summer at the moment, well, doesn't it? it's not too bad. Oh. But today we're only talking 19 degrees. Yeah, but it's a nice 19 degrees. Partly like, cloudy, medium chance of shower, mm-hmm. light winds, up to two millimetres of rain. A good day for Bobby Dean to be fishing. Good Morning, day. Bobby. Good morning, gentlemen. How Why aren't you out fishing? Well, who, who said he's not? Who said I'm, yeah. Yeah, well, he's not. I've coffee, I sat down. <laughs> <laughs> and I worked out it was in the microwave. <laughs> uh, you know. That's I'm like Grant's fishing rod. Right. That's the only place he didn't look for his fishing rod, the microwave oven. <laughs> Give him a chance. He works out how to use it now. No chances for Grant. Hey, isn't it tough, but when you've only got one rod and you've got to hide it from your partner so she doesn't know No, I didn't hide yes, it from did. no. Well, hang on, where did you put it? Under the staircase. Oh, you hid it under the staircase. So it wouldn't get bumped. You said so. No, King no, wouldn't that's find. That's not what you said. Gee, they're good good friends, aren't they? Give me up. Yep. Give I me your up. wife listens to the podcast. She does too, though. <laughs> Take it on board, doll. He doesn't want you to know about a few other things either. His second credit card. <laughs> Private bank account. I wish I had one of those. I'd be stoked. Yeah, well, that's the one the missus got, isn't it? <laughs> Actually, there was a story like that in uh, News.com this morning where um, a fellow found his wife. She'd had a, been married for... 20 odd years had a second account with $70,000 in it. Oh, <laughs> no. Nah. Kept secret. No. Nah. <laughs> Oops. No, nah, Kim and I don't play those sorts oh, of and games. We've been yeah. married 46 years. We have one account. That's yeah, if you can't trust each other, you yeah. shouldn't be in the relationship. Right. Yeah. So, no. Anyway. That's one of those stories. What's yours is mine, and what's mine is my own. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, now I've got my fishing rod, Bobby. Where can I take it? Fishing. <laughs> Mate, there you go. Oh, I don't know how pit water's been fishing. Hey, Bob, it's like having a dog. He'd even bark. So, you know, having a fishing rod, at least I suppose he says he's got one. He'll probably take a photo of him and the rod. We've seen the the, uh, extent of his fishing. Yes. It, It wasn't even big enough for live bait. Mate, you've got to start somewhere. That's right. No, he's having fun. Okay. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, anyway, you wouldn't mind being on the fishing report, eh? Yes. Mate, there's actually still a few trout left over in the from last year when the, uh, the dam overflowed. They didn't die off. It was a very mild summer. Good. Um, so, there you are. That's good to see. Um, I was noticed the other day on Facebook, the fisheries... Put out that they'd put another 2,000 rainbows into a layer away from 120 mil to about 180 mil. Well, good sized fish, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the, the Wang has been a lot of small fish being caught before they went in during the week. I don't know, it was about Tuesday they went in. Um, That's a big waterway up there, water there, away. Yeah, it's not that big. But, uh, you know. Well, Thompson's Creek's still fishing okay. Fly uh, anglers and lure anglers. So, got nothing out of Lake Lyle. I've got nothing from Oberon. Uh, go down to PJ, I've got nothing from there. Um, the lake level, Lake Eugenburn's come up about 1%. It's at 63%. Um, Tentagoras at 39. I think Jindabine is at 78, I think. You're talking about some areas that I spoke to the boys about yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. And they said it is just very, very good. Absolutely excellent. And some of the browns have been caught out of Jindabine and Yucavina have been eight, nine pounds. Yeah, yeah, some great fishing there. Yeah, and they said it doesn't matter whether you're fly fishing, power baits. Uh, some people have been uh, getting results with the pro lure. Naturally, the Rapalas are working well. To, but the best, how long have these been a, a, a standby? The Tassie Devil. Yeah, the old Baltic Miggle. Yeah. They're all working. So 
But Tang Tangra, they said it, it has been good. You just they reckon to check the conditions first before you head off there. Yeah, yeah, it's not a place you want to uh, get caught in weather. Uh, Yarrabee no, Ponds, not... they said, uh, even though it's still weedy, it's still very uh, been excellent catches of redfin. Yeah, and, and they reckon extra extra large carp. So if you want a bit of fun, they're there. Yeah, you want to make trees grow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the redfin are excellent. Actually, um, Barron's got fishing really well for both them, redfin and carp. Yep. Maranjuk used to be a great fishery before the redfin raided it. When I was stocking it with Atlantic salmon and trout. Well, they knocked a couple of cod off during the week there. They were over a metre. Yeah, yeah, but they're catching at least, you know? Yeah. I think their slot limit's a bit small. Considering, yeah, they don't, a lot of the dams, they don't breed that successfully. They mainly rely on the restocking. So, I'm not thinking, you know. In a dam, dams, they can have a bigger fish. In a river systems, no, keep it as it is. You, know, you don't see too many metre plus fish in the river systems. Yeah, I've got a quick question for you. Talking about lures, they were talking about uh, the cod dogs, the cod dog lure. Yeah, don't know a great deal about them. But no, neither do I. It's a, you know, it's a, a lot of very good lure manufacturers out there, you know, um, Macarthur's, as they say, but, you know, top quality stuff that work extremely well, you know. And, and fish do get educated on lures, especially with catch and release. I know when I used to chuck plastics, a hell of a lot of flathead and brim, you know. One lure would work good for a season, maybe two, and then they'd just shut down and get the odd fish. You know, they have them left over, you know, five, ten years later and go back and use them and they work well again. So fish aren't, you know, they, they do get educated. Just got to educate the fishermen. That's the one. <laughs> Thanks, well, Bobby. Sometimes that's the hardest part, mate. Tell me about it. <laughs> have a good one, mate. We'll catch you next week. Certainly will. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby Dean there bringing us up to date with uh, what's going on freshwater scene and a couple of other spots as well. Don't forget, in the next hour of the program, we're giving away a double pass to the Sydney International Boat Show. I'll tell you more about that on the other side of the news, and we'll have a chat about this uh, Stacer 499 Crossfire SE. SE, special yeah. edition, that's it, yeah. with all the options in it. Oh, and, and cushions. Which is yeah. very important. <laughs> Cushions. And a bimini. LED lights. And, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> All the things. <laughs> this is High Tides. Thanks very much for your company this morning. Don't forget, if you haven't already, jump onto our Facebook page. Get ready to go because the uh, prize will be coming your way via a message. News time. Immediate.